0: Craig I will that. date your son to get him out of his shell for a car.
1: 100%. Absolutely. We'll be creepy bastards to get <laughs> listens. I'm not above it. <laughs> Welcome to the What's Up, Rudy podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judging jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Alec Burgess. Let's get it. We appreciate you tuning in. Go ahead, and hit that follow, subscribe, like, bell notification buttons. Hit them all. I um, hope you keep up with our episodes, especially here on YouTube. We are. I just get it out of the way. We're going to be transitioning to full YouTube. So woo! For most of you guys, listen and watch anyway. So you might as well see our pretty faces and or ugly faces, depending on how you look at it. But I, yeah, I mean, when we're just time of
0: day we're filming.
1: It that be and, yeah. certainly depends, and it's <laughs> very true. So, yeah, we're going to be transitioning fully to YouTube. That seems where most everybody that listens or watches is anyway. So it, I guess we'll still call it a podcast. It's called a podcast on YouTube. So go check it out. Um, everything will stay the same. It, literally, it's just that we're going to be on YouTube. Eventually, the website might make some changes to that. We'll see. Anyway, YouTube, go check us out there. But hit all those buttons. Uh, we appreciate it. it. helps us grow the podcast. You know what else helps us grow the podcast is uh, – tell a friend and family member about us also tell some random nerd that needs a date about us or has a hel- tell a helicopter parent about us too you can tell them make a craigslist um, ad about us
0: ooh see Alex on it. Make a great. I will date your son to get him out of
1: his shell for a car. 100%. Absolutely. We'll be creepy bastards to get (laughs) listens. I'm not above it. (laughs) Um, With that, if you couldn't (laughs) tell, we're here today to review No Hard Feelings. It was uh, released on June 23rd, 2023. Um, It was written and directed by Gene Stupnitsky. Um, It (laughs) stars. Jennifer Lawrence, Andrew Barth Feldman, Laura Benanti, Matthew Broderick, Natalie Morales, Scott MacArthur, Evan Moss Bachrock, Kyle Mooney, and Hassan Minhaj. Wow, this movie. On the brink of losing her home, Maddie finds an intriguing job listing. Helicopter parents looking for someone to bring their introverted 19-year-old son out of his shell before college. She has one summer to make him a man or die trying. Uh, if you haven't seen this movie and you want to avoid spoilers, now's the time to pause the podcast. Go watch the movie. Come back. Pick up where you left off because we're going to spoil the shit out of this thing and we're going to have a good time doing it. Um, okay. We got to Look, we, we talk about topics as we go through this stuff and I don't have this one written, but the more as I'm introducing this movie, I feel like I had one come up and that is that there are a lot of these movies that have been made, right? Like yes. versions of it. You know, one of my one of my I don't want to say favorites because I don't love these kind of movies, but one that I find entertaining is Matthew McConaughey and Failure to Launch. Yeah, failure to launch. Um, Ironically enough, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker, Matthew Broderick, they're in this thing, in the opposites of this. But like I I appreciate because that movie's funny. There's some really great parts to it. Matthew McConaughey is he just you know drips screen presence and and so jessica parker's great so and there's a lot of great bit character like side characters in it before they were actually super famous that were riding on you know mcconaughey and parker's shoulders and and coattails so i appreciate that movie however on the flip side like i appreciate the toilet humor of this version of it like I can get behind the full R rating and they leaned hard into the full R rating. And I like that. Like I appreciate it. So I I, <laughs> I went into this movie worried and laughed a lot harder than I probably should have. And I'm kind of embarrassed about how much I enjoyed a lot of this movie. But with that said, J law, certainly Jennifer Lawrence, certainly carries this film without her, this movie is a steaming pile of shit. Oh, the worst steaming pile of shit. Yeah.
0: Um. And I mean, it starts right at the get-go. <laughs> and it does not slow down. I mean, there is no other actress on the planet that you could put in that role and have it play as well as Jennifer Lawrence did. Um, this would be a dog shit of a movie if you take her out and put anybody else in there, which mm-hmm. is... uh. A little bit sad from the movie plot's perspective. Sure. Right? Like, yeah, I couldn't write it better. But at the same time, also,
1: like, kudos to Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Holy smokes. For sure. I, it's crazy, like, that you say that, too. because And I'm, I'm with you. Like, I racked my brain prior to today trying to figure out, is there another actress that could have pulled it off? I, I can't think of one. Like I, I, even went as far as like, maybe like a prime, interprime Zoe De Chanel because she's funny, but she doesn't have that menacing like. No, she's like, not. Scary. Jennifer Lawrence is scary as fuck. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I would love to meet Jennifer Lawrence, but like she was scared. Like I'd be like just waiting for like that. Yeah, a little bit of come after you. There's a little bit of of like. Don't fuck with this woman. Like she will fuck you up. And and it shows in this movie and I believe it. And I think that's one of the differences is like Jennifer Lawrence throughout this movie goes from like super sweet to vulnerable to frightening to full on nude suplexes on the beach. Like I'm like, like and I believe every second of it. You know what I mean? And I think that's the difference. It's like I can't think of an actress that could pull this movie off. Period. Besides yeah. her, no, because she also like on
0: the flip side of that, she has this don't give a shit attitude. Yeah, when it comes to Hollywood in general mm-hmm. or you know the movie scene, so she has a you know what the fuck yeah. kind of thing that she, it's not necessarily a movie persona, right? It's just her. Yeah. Um. So it plays off super well, um, and. It, it made this movie enjoyable
1: for sure for sure yeah this movie doesn't work without her at all uh, it just doesn't it doesn't um and with that said even though this movie does work because she's in it i don't want to take too much credit this this newcomer andrew barth feldman he had moments of brilliance like he hasn't done much but he's he was funny I had some moments where I laughed quite loudly at what he was doing. So I appreciated him too. Like he was a good balance. Jennifer Lawrence was obviously the star of this movie and carried it on her shoulders, but the, her co-star did pretty well given the circumstance. Yeah. And the fact that he's got to act next to Jennifer Lawrence, the whirling dervish that and the phenom, that is Jennifer Lawrence. So, Yeah, crazy good. And I always love Matthew Broderick in a weird character. Like, he... (laughs) Date her hard. Like, date him hard. Like, (laughs) we fully support sex workers. Yeah. (laughs) It's just... uh, I just... um, All I I could think about was, like... And I look at him, and I'm like, first of all, how does he still have that much hair? And two... Like, why is Ferris Bueller trying to get his kid to like, like, that's all I saw. I was like, this is Ferris Bueller 40 years later. Like, that's all I could think about. And it worked for me. Like, I loved Matthew Broderick in the 12 seconds he's in this movie. Yeah. It is, but I mean, it was,
0: I think my favorite part was even just when they first meet uh, Jennifer Lawrence, this character. <laughs> And you want to come down here or should I come up? You can come up. Well, She's in the
1: rollerblades trying to come up the steps. And you know it's because this asshole just wanted to see her climb the steps in yeah. the rollerblades. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, what a dick. It was great. Oh, but it, was,
1: it played well.
0: Oh, and yeah. so you had like several sequences in this movie where start to finish it played
1: well. The mm-hmm. issue was Jennifer Lawrence was in every single one of them. Yeah, Absolutely there wasn't a scene in this movie very well there's a couple i guess with the parents and the kid but there were very few without her she is in just about every part of this
0: movie um and not just like in it the center focus of it this was jennifer
1: lawrence's movie oh for everybody else was just you know there basking in the glow yeah 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 yeah. um (laughs) i will say with all the fun, and we, I'm sure there's a lot more funny to come up, especially in this next topic. But to Alex's point, the, the cringe is real. Oh my god! Like there were parts that I was <laughs> laughing and very uncomfortable at the same time. Like, and then and then ashamed that I was yeah. laughing and enjoying it as much as I want because they don't. The one thing about having this movie and the plot that we follow. Because in reality, like when you think about failure to launch, it's very awkward, uncomfortable premise. And it's very gross in a way. When you take it to a toilet humor R rating, it's even worse. And there were some seriously uncomfortable moments that my lack of my sociopathic nature found very fucking hilarious. But looking on it from a human perspective, it's pretty cringy. Oh,
0: so cringy and i was blindsided by the cringe Mm. right because in like the promotional materials the trailers and everything you're led to believe that this is raunchy 100 Mm. and it is don't get me wrong oh yeah but it was far less raunchy than i expected and way more cringy yeah to the point where i was like What the fuck am I watching? Holy (laughs) shit. I was like, I got to text JJ. Oh, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah. I mean, to the whole point where, uh, you know, Jennifer Lawrence seducing this 19 year old in the dog shelter. I was sitting there, no joke, like worse than in a
1: horror movie for me. I was like. What is happening? Uh, uh, come on dude when she's dragging the freaking chair across men in black style like <laughs> i want to be closer to
0: you and he's just like uh so how long have you been working
1: yeah well and then i love when she gets that weird couch over to the desk and all you see is her head but she's so committed that she rests her chin on the top of the desk like all cutesy and shit like i was dying i'm like this is horrible horrible it's funny as hell though it it
0: was funny but at the same time i was i was unbelievably uncomfortable oh and i'm someone who really doesn't get like super uncomfortable in a lot of things (laughs) so if we were watching for the podcast i might to laugh because i couldn't handle it (laughs) And having that blindside come in because I was expecting like rom-com raunchy. Yeah. And to be just hit with absolute cringe, Mm
1: -hmm. uh, spine shivering. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and like, so I, it brings up a thought that I've had that I was, as I was watching this and thinking about it comparatively to other versions of this, that we've watched right in the past mm-hmm. that are less, yeah, less R rated, but still just as cringe. Like you're just this awkward situation, but like in this one, it's worse. Cause there's a level of like, she's 32, he's 19. Like, and again, legal, nothing wrong with it. Some people have made marriages out of it with the great joke about the teacher and the student with the, yeah, you know what I mean? With, the, with the, realtor. the real estate guy. Um, but like there's a, <laughs> it makes it kind of worse too. Cause it brings out this piece of me going when I was 19, she wouldn't have had to work nearly that hard for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and again, I wasn't an awkward hide hovered. I was a borderline Gen X. My dad used to throw me out of the house half every night lock the door and tell me come back when the street lights turned on. You know what I mean? So I had that socialization. I, I can't imagine today's this younger generation who are locked in their room constantly. And I'm a gamer. Like I play a lot of video games. I'm sitting right now in a dark room only lit up by LEDs that are around my shelves and a ring light in front of me. But as a kid, as a 19 year old kid, I was out doing shit, right? We barely had, we didn't have cell phones when I was 19 that were affordable for normal human shut up, normal human beings. It's true. I didn't have my first cell phone until I was 21, dude. <laughs> <laughs> cell phones weren't a thing when I was 18, 19 years old. Like I had a pager when I was seventeen. <laughs> 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 That's as technologically advanced as I was at that age, wow. dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. J.J. old jokes. <laughs> Dude, I know. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, about I was like, man, she had to work really hard for this 19-year-old. And then I think, too, like, you hear about the stories of, like, and we're going to go into a very illegal place. But, like, you hear about the students being sexually assaulted by their teachers. And when I'll tell you right now, when I was in high school, we looked at that very differently. <clears throat> like, and I realize... Again, I'm old, but we used to make jokes about that shit like to that. Te- and I had a hot teacher. Ooh, I had a couple of them where I was like, sign me up. You know what I mean? And now and obviously that's wrong. Not I am not saying it's OK. Right. But in that moment, when I was in that teenage years, like. I think back. It's now, all you're I mean, thinking about. Yeah, for sure. Like your hormones are flying like crazy. I would absolutely have gone there. And as a 19 year old kid, if Jennifer Lawrence comes up and starts hitting on me in a freaking work, my dude, you mean what do you need? What do you want? Where are we going? And I wouldn't care. (laughs) Again, I'm not going to get emotionally attached that way. And I am the wrong person because I'm not a, I was never that kid. I was Mm -hmm. always very socially out there. But like, when it comes out and if they find out it's about a car, I'd have been like, you should have just said some shit like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would have been perfectly OK with that. You can use me for a car all yeah. day long. <laughs> Honestly,
0: yeah, it's it's funny to me, though, and this kind of moves into our next topic to where for like the first time ever, I related to both parties in the movie, mm-hmm. because going back to your point, I don't pick up on any signals any hints whatsoever i am the worst when it comes to like reading things like body language or Mm. um you know someone dropping hints to hear oshi tell it this is how she tried to get me to date her (laughs) and just i love that that. you know just missing completely because you know uh like she's like oh yeah yeah i was like flirty and everything like that and did she notice how much i was touching you Right, like touching arm and shoulder and you know, making contact. And I was like, fuck, No, <laughs> <laughs>
1: like
0: I touch people all the time, mostly like, Hey, tap on the shoulder, move out of my way. Yeah, um, type of this was like, No, I don't know, I didn't notice anything of that so I was sitting there in the theater going, Is that what she means? Like, did, did, is this hat wet? And I was like, It wasn't this bad, surely. And she was sitting there just giggling. She's like, I did some of these things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I,
0: I had no clue, no idea what was going on. So that's hilarious! but then on the flip side, I'm also Jennifer Lawrence mm. in the sense where I like to push people and get them like uncomfortable. Like sure. uh, where we have the dinner scene and mm-hmm. she's like ready to make a toast uh, to get him to go play the piano. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's me. One hundred percent. 110 percent I have zero <laughs> problem standing up in front of a room full of strangers and putting somebody else on blast sure but I can't read a signal to save my life so I was sitting there and I was going I am the I'm both these people and it was a kind of a unique viewing experience because yeah. usually I'm like one or the other and I was sitting there I was like
1: I'm both of them <laughs> and I don't know how <laughs> <laughs> I love that I love that yeah. I can relate to Like, I guess I can't relate so much it, as weird as it is. And obviously I've never been in the situation where I'm trying to bring somebody out of their shell in the way that this movie does. But like, I obviously relate more to the Jennifer Lawrence side cause she's this fish out of water in this world of young mm-hmm. people and technology. That's weird. And mm-hmm. I do a podcast with at, at one point three to four people that were always at about 10 or plus more years younger than me. (laughs) So I would say shit and get these like blank stares across the, and I'm like, Oh God, you guys are fucking 12. And so, and then the same thing, like you guys will say some shit and I'm like, huh? (laughs) The fuck are you talking about? And so I can complete, like, for example, when she goes to the party, Oh my God. And like everybody's got their phones (laughs) out. And like I was sitting there going, what the fuck kind of party is this? Like, and I laugh my ass off when she's opening all the bedroom doors. She's like, does nobody fuck anymore? Like, (laughs) everybody's on their phone. (laughs) Seriously, they're all like just laying there fully clothed in a bedroom on their phones doing some shit. And I'm like, yeah, that's, I get it. Cause I'd go to parties like this and you didn't open bedroom doors. That's, that's rule number one. Unless you were going to one with someone, you didn't open those rooms. There was one or two rooms that were, you were okay. Cause those were like the doing illegal things, rooms, um, substances, mind altering substances within that room. The other rooms were, once you were on those mind altering substances, you went to fuck. And so you didn't go in there. Right. And so I laughed because like she walks into like four rooms and I'm like, what the fuck is happening so when she said does anybody fuck anymore like I literally burst laughing and like I had a couple people looking at me funny because that was exactly what was going on in my head like what there is no sex happening whatsoever in any of those rooms (laughs) the fuck happened to parties man but that was also after like the whole like everybody's streaming and shit at the party and and we have a bully here yeah (laughs) they're chasing her around the house with the phone well that's the other piece that caught me because i was like we would never have streamed because we were not doing yeah we weren't supposed to be having the party so why would i parade that out there but then it got even better at the end of the party when like the mom and dad are there yeah present for the party i'm like this is perfect for like not my generation oh yeah like, Is that what a party for you was like when you were a
0: kid? Like oh, I didn't go to parties. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um I I was the like I had my group of friends and we would hang out. Um and we would do stuff. Javier was one of them, and things like mm. that. But we mostly, if we were doing something that would be uh not, you know, uh what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Not good, I guess. Yeah, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go simple. Uncouth. Yeah, you go. <laughs> we went out somewhere else to like the hills to do it. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. So, houses, no. Um, and the area that I grew up in was pretty popular for you, had like a, a kind of rich income mixed together with everything. So, it was mm. just kind of a hodgepodge of literally everything. So, the cops were called on just about any kind of noise disturbance. Mm. So you know, I was a smart teenager in the sense I was like, I'm not getting messed up with any cops. Gotcha. So we're gonna go do stuff. It's gonna be out there where sure. nobody can hear you. Sure, um, sure. But no, I was cracking up too because I I was thinking the same thing. Right now, you, you got years on me, but I was yeah. I was going. You know, I, I mean, I've seen all the early 2000s rom coms, Van Wilder. Sure, uh, you know all this kind of stuff, and it it depicts this. Uh, exactly what you're talking about versus now this is hilarious first of all Uh, like the the streaming the you know bust into the doors of the bedrooms and not having you know nobody's fucking they're all and then the the kicker at the end like you think that we would let our child have an unsupervised party or something like that no shit (laughs) <laughs> like you have to leave like they they are so uh you know about this letting certain people in right like not letting her in or kicking her out making sure the party stays like within what they can control but at yeah. the same time they got a keg downstairs yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it just gets this old backwards feeling to again it brings out like a funny poke at the Uh, the typical tropes you see in a movie like this for sure um but adapted to a newer generation that just doesn't understand
1: yeah well and jokes just don't like and insults like i love that she comes in and like these two guys are talking about like i don't even remember how the joke went but like she basically says you can go fuck each other and they're like why is that a bad thing and i was like that's a beautiful response and i love it and then like she starts backtracking she goes no asshole i wasn't being That I was I wasn't meaning that as an insult, like and I was just like, yep, that's a generational gap thing that's just hilarious. Because I would say shit like that, like not that I have any problem. I mean, go back and listen to previous episodes. I am I fully support my LGD LGD. I can't say that the letters, (laughs) my gay community, homosexual, trans, all that shit. Like, I fully support that community. Rainbow (laughs) flags all the way. But I, was, I would say shit like that in the moment because that's the way we would throw insults around, right? But it's, I would do it. It's a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, and it wasn't even intended to, like – and I. but that's true, like, any insult for any yeah. community. Like, there are small exceptions, but, like, yeah, so it was funny to watch her rea- I, That's not how I meant that <laughs> because now she's on camera. That's the world we live in, right? Like, how many times do you see – you can't say shit or you better watch it because – you're going to probably recording recorded. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a yeah, that's why I watch. Yeah, I don't yeah, I'm a much different person than I was back then, but still I would never do anything in public that could get recorded. So I found that pretty funny too. Uh but yeah, the party was great. I was just thinking like for me like the compare and contrast, so maybe we should make this video for like a TikTok or like some YouTube like short or something. Stick that party scene when it comes out on video and we can use it. It, like with artistic license and then uncle buck party scene <laughs> those two side by side watching the difference of traveling those parties. Like I was like, that's funny shit right there. Cause that's what I was thinking of was the uncle buck party as she was walking through that. I was like, this is a very interesting contrast to that kind of 1980s seventies yeah. party. So anyway, um, yeah. I don't relate necessarily to anyone but her in the movie, but I did find that very funny. That and the dude with, like, the friend's husband. That shit was great. <laughs> Go back in the ocean. <laughs> it's raining. It's raining. Get in the fucking ocean. <laughs> shit was great. Um, the, uh, Sam has something to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> he walks out. <off. laughs> <laughs> uh, I can relate to that, dude, for sure. For sure, for sure. Anyway, it's Meg Casey knows why. Like, ah, okay, I'll go back in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's great. Um, yeah. So then, I and this is more of a funny topic, and then I want to talk about the movie as a whole. But somebody that's an Uber driver, please tell me, can you make that much money as an Uber driver? And I realized that different locations. We're in Montauk. We're in the summer when the the very wealthy travel there in summer near the beach, but. For real, for real. I mean, how much money does an actual Uber driver make? Because. I'm about to quit my job. Seriously. Like, <laughs> we know she wastes at least like a few weeks in the summer because she doesn't have her car. And she's trying to get this car by dating this kid. When she finally gets a car, they don't tell you how much time. But I'm assuming, given, I would say it's probably a couple of months she's driving in the summer. And she makes like, what was it? 16, 16. 17 grand in a month and a half, eight weeks, nine weeks, something like that. I'm curious. Can you make that kind of money driving people around? Because I'll go move to Montauk tomorrow and fucking be an Uber driver for the summer. And then I'll go find somewhere and then I'll come to Arizona in the fucking winter and drive around all the old people. Scottsdale. (laughs) <laughs> exactly, snowbirds hey, in Scottsdale. I know, I know all about Scottsdale. <laughs> I lived in Scottsdale for a while. It's too fucking hot in the summer, goddamn it! Any but there's a lot of wealthy people there. Mm. Um, that and certain parts of Glendale. So, yeah. So I just had that question. So hit us up if you're a newer driver. Leave comment. I'm curious. You don't have to tell us how much you make. Just is that realistic?
0: Yeah,
1: I'm curious so, too. Yeah, you know, maybe we could take the podcast on the road. Oh, that would be fun the uber Ubercast, uber cast i like that um look this movie was very it was exactly what i thought it was going to be and yet it was very different but i the last thing i wanted to talk about i don't have it on the list but it kind of goes back to jennifer lawrence like there were moments in this movie while i was uncomfortable because the cringe was real and there were some very like i was like well that's dangerous but there were parts of this movie where I just felt like things didn't fit. So for example, and, and this is weird because they're very poignant parts of the movie. At the dinner, when he's playing the song, the man-eater song, like, again, kudos to J-Lock because like this whole moment, she doesn't say a word, she barely moves, but her facial expressions are saying a lot. And I was like, this almost doesn't fit for me and what I really wanted was, but I also love that she came back. Cause you think based on this, she's going to like be pissed. Right. But then she goes back, she goes, that was amazing. And I was like, it was amazing. And this was, but it was just like, there were certain moments that almost pulled me out of the movie. And most of the time when I say that on the podcast, it's a bad thing. This one wasn't, it was a good thing in this situation. And then there was the moment where they're sitting on the couch and like kind of, He's going over like his situation and what had happened to him with the and I don't even remember exactly. But it's like he wanted to disappear and he quit like because they made fun of him or they videoed him. I can't remember what they what it, the exact details of the story, but
0: it was something like uh, I think he used to sleep in his parents room. Oh, that's, that's right. That's it was right. a sleepover and he used to sleep in his
1: parents room. And so they blew this into, you know, rumor mill. Yeah. And it turned into like saying that he even had sex with his parents yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. So that moment, too, I was like, God damn, like it's covering some serious topics. And then you have the whole Jennifer Lawrence character with the the dad issues and the fact that her dad was a visit Montauk, had an affair with mom, didn't want anything to do with her. Like there were some very heavy topics covered in this movie that I really enjoyed it just felt like the more I thought I was like, it feels really out of place next to the fact that this scene just happened after she suplexed some kid <laughs> on the beach fully naked, which I thought was amazingly hilarious. And then all of a sudden we're sitting on a couch learning about this poor kids getting bullied and why he's shut it. So I, I don't like, it was weird to me. So I kind of wanted your thoughts. Cause like I said, I, in the midst of it, I'm sitting in the theater going, this is surprisingly poignant and serious for this movie. Almost too much to the point that, like I said, it pulled me out, but it was great performances. So I don't know. It was kind of, I'm kind of torn when it comes to that topic of some of the things were very serious. And then on the flip side, I want to talk about some of but I want your opinion on that thought first. I had something similar or noticed something similar when
0: I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, because to me anyway, it felt like, they were a little bit you know not fully committed to this raunchy rom-com mm. right because mm-hmm. like you said we uh, uh we've seen this story before in dozens of different tellings dozens of different situations i mean this is almost even most similar to what we talked about matthew mcconaughey in failure to launch except in failure to launch matthew mcconaughey is shirtless in this one jennifer lawrence's uh but you have this kind of, you know, this retelling of the story over and over and over again. And like you said, we were both kind of going in expecting this rom-com story and they flipped it on its head in several moments to tell this, you know, story of the budding relationship that or friendship even that you get between these two characters, which uh, while we talked about super kind of weird and cringy based on age relevance or things like that, it's also... You know, like especially in today's age where you have everything's online, like the cyberbullying, friends are online. Video games is where everybody spends their time. Like you find a friend where you find a friend. Mm. Right. It's not so much your peers anymore. And you're talking to someone who's a year older, a year younger. It's not that you're finding people who have a similar situation as you and they become your friends. A lot of age barriers or what we would see before, like you're interacting with people who are in a similar situation, I guess, or that you can connect with and you're looking for that human connection in the cyber world wherever mm. you can find it. So I thought it was kind of a cool twist to put it on its head. Yeah. But it was very jarring to the point where I was like, OK, this this isn't really what I signed up for. Stop it. Stop yeah. making me feel. <laughs> um like what's going on here but it was a it was a unique and kind of a cool twist they put onto it yeah um which was refreshing because hollywood has done the same movie the same plot over and over and over and over again until fucking is so predictable that it, there's no point to even watching the movie you, you know what happens yeah. this did a great job i think of being unique in hollywood which is hard to do and they lead you into thinking oh no this is just going to be the the same rom-com i've seen a hundred thousand times and nope just kidding there's a story behind this that actually makes you ah Mm -hmm. oh that was a good moment that was you know they they were able to make it serious while still keeping it funny
1: yeah yeah and a similar thought yeah yeah, it just was like, well, this is serious? It, well, and then the other piece that I did like too a lot that was different from these other versions that we're talking about is that usually there's one person like in Failure to Launch, McConaughey needs to figure out his shit, right, and understand that what he's doing isn't doesn't work. Like they even have that point where all the animals are biting his ass because he's not he's outside of nature's norm, right? Yeah. Um, in this one, I liked that it was both of them that had to figure some shit out. Right. Like the kid was in a position where he needed to be more independent and had to stand with his parents and shit like that, which is a whole different topic. But, and then, but then she had to figure out that he was right. So the 19 year old taught him some lessons, right. About or her some lessons about living life and the fact that she's trapped herself due to a a terrible circumstance, but something that she needs to get over. And, you know, the very ugly statement that he made to her Mm -hmm. about, you know, you're here waiting for a dad that's never going to come back. So it's just like, whoo shit. She got real. So I like that too, that it wasn't just a one-sided mm-hmm. life lesson thing, right? Everybody's was, got problems. Yeah. Everybody's got their issues and and together as friends, they made it work. Um, I will say that there were a couple of moments that I was like, Oh, so close to feeling grossed out about this movie too. And that's weird for me because again, I don't give a shit if a 32 year old and a 19 year old are having sex or together. Like that's their life choice. It's legal game on. But I will say that what I knew that they had done a good job of like creating the relationship with this character, these characters. And again, a lot of that goes to Jennifer Lawrence, but this kid did well too, because in that moment when he finds out and he invites her over for dinner and he's setting everybody up in that awkward situation. And he's like, I want to have sex. And she's like, okay. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not a good choice. (laughs) Like, don't do that. And then they go forward with this and like they're in bed and he's, what do I do? Get on top. I'll help you. And I'm like, holy fuck, are they actually going to have sex in this movie? Like, and again, nothing wrong with it other than they have a friendship that I'm like, no, come on, guys, like you have built a true level of trust and you will, this will fuck that up. And I was like, Oh, and thankfully as I will have never, nor will I ever probably say this sentence again. Thankfully he blew his nut early. It counts. <laughs> it counts JJ. Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, thank you. That was, that was my thighs. <laughs> it was so awkward, but I was like rooting against sex and I will never do that. In that's a not little, a
0: typical J.J. Yeah,
1: no, like I, I normally take. I'm normally like get it, more and sex. Like, like, have, <laughs> and then for her, get it, have sex with this 19 year old, because even if he blows his load on your thighs, give him five minutes, he'll be good to go. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just like but I was literally on I was like, please don't please do not have sex. And that's really weird for me. But I again, I think it was some decent writing and well acted in that that would have what we saw in the end of the movie is their relationship of being friends. And she's driving him to stay or to Princeton, Princeton while she's going to California. Like that would not have been believable for me if they had actually had intercourse. And so I was really grateful that they didn't because I was like, you did too much emotional work to let that, yeah, it's. I've, I sound like a normal human being right now, but like, that's what I was like. I hate it. Where's the old JJ? Seriously, I was like, <laughs> don't, do not put that in. <laughs> like, I was so mad. And then I was like, equally, like, I wasn't, but I laughed so hard when she grabs, like, the fluffy lobster. lobster oh, that poor lobster. Cleans herself <laughs> off. Like, I about lost it. And Casey, I hear Casey, we were one of Casey's friends, and she leads over to Megan. She's like, gross <laughs> I was like you do what you got to do <laughs> but yeah that, I was like oh no they're gonna actually have sex and I was like whoa she just said yeah let's have sex I was like no don't do that Oy. anyway it was weird it was a weird moment for me like I felt like I was having an out-of-body experience that I wasn't rooting this dude on in that moment, but I wasn't. I was like, don't. No, 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 no. That's a mistake. (laughs) Go back to the Asian chick. Go find Natalie. (laughs) It was really weird for me. Really weird. But, okay. Should we rate this thing? Let's do it. All
0: right, you go first, man. I'm curious. Ah, So I was struggling with this one. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we kind of... I mentioned it just a little while ago where I... I feel like I was almost bait and switched, (laughs) right? But I'm also not upset that I was bait and switched. Yeah. uh, Because it was in a good way, I guess is the best way to put it, to where, or I wasn't upset with the overall story. I think they did a good job. It was a fresh take on Hollywood, which thank goodness we need it. Mm -hmm. Um, And on top of all that, Jennifer Lawrence naked. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I mean, and it it it's almost hard to rate this movie because it's really just Jennifer Lawrence's performance that makes sure. it good. And you know, it's it's giving it, I mean, giving credit seems wrong to the movie because it should all go to her. Yeah. Um and her performance is what took this movie from honestly probably being a zero to where I'm gonna give it as a three and a half. Um, like 100 percent this is her movie her film and she's gonna have a great piece of history to remember when she's 89 years old Mm -hmm. um and doesn't look like she does anymore so yeah three and a half for me i i don't think i'll watch it again uh if i'm totally honest i mean it was it was nice to watch but i don't think it would drive me to watch it again yeah
1: so that's fair three and a half fair what about um yeah I look this one's been a struggle for me too because I walked away having a good time in this movie like I laughed a lot and I felt some like emotional power within some of the performances and some of the you know the topics that we talked about but you're right it's so interesting because the movie as a whole and we said this at the beginning without Jennifer Lawrence is an epic failure It, it cannot work okay I don't want to say cannot because I'm sure there's some person out there that could that we just don't know about in my I see a fuck ton of movies and I know a lot about actors and actresses and who they are and how well they play at least in my opinion there is nobody out there on a female in as an actress I don't even know if you were to reverse the roles which nobody would ever do because that's creepy and shit but I don't think there's another or, or you make a, a, a homosexual version of this. I don't think there's a male character that could have carried it. At least not off the top of my head. I'm sure there's a couple that could, but it would be hard. But I don't see it happening in the same way like Jennifer Lawrence is this movie, okay? Uh, you know, she produced it. Uh, good honor. Like I it is her movie and I hope that she's got a really great back end deal because any money that this movie makes, she deserves to make a ton of it off of it because she carried it and she carried it so well that I left laughing my ass off. And I had a great time in this movie, probably more fun in this movie than I've had in a while in a movie theater, which is awesome. But it's a weird choice for me. It's not my usual cup of tea for a movie, but I had a great time Um and yeah she carried it and it was funny and i laughed and there were some poignant moments that felt a little weird but they still worked um to the point that i again i was like don't don't have sex you'll ruin this great friendship that you've built and i was like that's weird because i don't give a shit like really choice between friendship and sex with jennifer lawrence the fuck are you doing <laughs> dude but <There's> no choice <laughs> i literally was rooting against it because and that's so they did a great job um I had a lot of fun. I'm going to give it a three and a half as well. I think it's well above the average. It still is what it is, right? It's still a silly rom-com ish best friend type movie that relied solely on one actor, which is means it can't be that good at its core, but it was good enough that I had a lot of fun. And then, and I I'm with you. I don't know that I would watch, I don't know that I'd choose to sit down and watch it again, but I will say this. I laughed enough that if it was one of those things where I'm flipping through some shit and I see it and I'm in the mood to have a good time and laugh, I'd watch it again because Jennifer Lawrence is funny as fuck. And so I would watch her make me laugh because I did a lot. So yeah, three and a half. I don't know that I'd actively choose to watch it again, but I also don't know if I, I can't say that I'm like, I want to watch like a rom-com. It might run through my head to pick this one because it's Mm. funny. You know what I mean? Or if you were to compare me to say, would you watch failure to launch or this one? It depends on how hard I want to laugh. You know what I mean? Do I want to laugh like to the point that I can't breathe? I'm going to watch this. Do I want to giggle and laugh and have a good time wholesomely? Then I'm going to watch failure to launch. Right. But yeah, so this one's kind of torn me up a little bit. I didn't know what to do with this one, but overall, funny movie. Yeah, I honestly I went in thinking I was going to be like, ah, the movie sucked, but Jennifer Lawrence is amazing. Jennifer Lawrence is amazing and made this movie not suck. That's really my. That's hard to do as well. Yeah, when you got very hard your, when you got to put it on your shoulders. Yeah, very hard. So, anyway, there it is. Cool. Alec, when they're not listening to us talk about Jennifer Lawrence carrying a movie, where else can people find this?
0: Oh, I'll be happy to say it, but I think I got an answer for your question, J.J. Oh, boy. Neil Patrick Harris. Ooh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll put that out there. Neil Patrick Harris might have been able to uh-huh, put uh-huh. on a similar performance, but that's all I've got.
1: I thought about, too, like <laughs> Jason, Jason Siegel. Okay, since yeah. We're, since we're talking How I Met Your Mother, like i could jason siegel i think could probably that's a good one because i think about uh what's the, well no because he didn't carry that entire movie the getting sarah marshall sarah marshall that movie's funny as fuck too but he didn't carry that whole movie but he carried a lot of it but I, jason siegel depending on the writing i think he might be able to carry it but it's still i can't guarantee it yeah i can't guarantee it either that's it's a shot in the dark that it yeah. might happen it's I'd have to see it. And yeah. with Jennifer Lawrence, I'll never ask again. Can Jennifer Lawrence carry an entire movie by herself? I'll never ask it because yeah. she can. This movie proves Very it. clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to my
0: uh, you know <laughs> podcast duties. Right. Uh, so thank you for tuning in to No Hard Feelings. Uh, like we both said, we were a bit torn on this one uh, when we were going to rate it. But regardless, it's a refreshing change in pace from what Hollywood has been uh, shoving down our throats the last couple of years. Uh, so i am all for that did you agree with our verdicts let us know in the comments or by hitting that like button if you do or even if you don't we don't judge (laughs) special shout out to our current patron Billy Mitchell's joystick. There's a joke in there, but I can't say it after this movie. Uh, so moving on, we have a lot of activity happening on our Patreon with plenty of outtakes, shenanigans and content deemed unacceptable for the greater viewing audience. If you guys are interested in just how degenerate we are, Patreon is a place to be with that. I will send it back to the Maharaja of mash, the great
1: Bambino, a JJ. Yeah. Thanks buddy. Um, yeah, man, you should definitely join our Patreon. It's funny. We put on some ridiculous shit. So, and you get to choose, help choose, which will be a lot more of that coming soon. So oh, yeah. even be more active, Charles, be happy or the joystick, man. <laughs> 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 With that, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Whoa! Hasta la vista, baby.
0: we